You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, December 16th, episode 3081, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Glenn. This is Nicole from Knoxville, Tennessee, and I just wanted to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I have a little... Uh, attempt at a song for you guys. So I hope I you like it. <clears throat> here comes Jamie. Here comes Glenn. Next on HRN. They've got lots of horsey talk to keep us coming again. We'll hear from vets and even trainers to know how to deal with our horses. So let's say thanks to HRN for making us sane again. <laughs> We love you guys so much. I hope you have the best holiday season. Oh, this is sweet. <laughs> I love the horse winning in the background. She obviously did that in the barn. That was terrific. Thank you, Nicole. That was Nicole that did that one and one of our terrific auditors. We really do appreciate all of you. So today on the show, we're going to have a lot of entries. So I'm going to play five or six songs and poems for you uh, on the show today because, as usual, everybody submitted them last minute. They were all due in by yesterday. (laughs) So they all came in at once. And uh, we only have so many uh, episodes left in the year to play it on. So we're going to play a bunch of them for you today. And I can't wait for you to hear some of them because let's just say some of your horses, Zeus, uh, you <laughs> and Farm Boy might be mentioned again. Just, oh my God, I had a dreamy quit last night. I woke up in a panic. <laughs> <laughs> you were sweating. I was, I was like, what just happened? Oh my God, yeah. So mm, that's that's what I dreamed about. By the way, if I sound stuffy, yes. let me tell you why. I was like, I need, it's cold up here in my office and my desk has like a glass top. So it's always, if it's cold, it's like 12 degrees, you know, your arms stick to it basically. And so it's so cold. I put on, I went downstairs and I grabbed my polar fleece jacket and I put it on and I'm sitting here. And as I'm talking to you, I'm looking down and there's so much hair. Why does polar fleece... (laughs) Why is it the most comfortable, best material? And it is just the worst material for horse people or dog people or cat people because it is like a hair magnet. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a I'm hair like, hair and hay magnet. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hair. There's probably some of that in my pockets, without a doubt. Um, but yeah, I, I love polar fleece. Why can't they do like a polar fleece type material that repels animal hair and shavings and hay? <laughs> Polar fleece on the inside, plastic on the outside. God, that's genius. Write that down. Okay, we're gonna make a million dollars. Yeah, so I can tell you wrote that down. You wrote it yes, down so fast. I did. I, I, I was just like, think wow. that's a winner right there. We just really, I thank you for the support of my <laughs> no brilliant problem. ideas. No problem. You've had a few over the years. So the other thing going on in today's show is we have farrier Michael O'Reardon coming to us from England, and he's going to talk about his book, All Clenched Up and Nearly Finished. So uh, he's been a farrier for 50 years, and he he wrote 
Oh, the drama he must know. (laughs) So why haven't more farriers written books? Because I feel like they all could have a book. I really do. So I can't wait to talk to this guy. And we're going to do our final batch of really bad ads for the year. And I have good news for you, Jamie. They're all recorded by our listeners. Every one of them. So we don't have to do much work. We're just going to hang sit here out and laugh. today, do, do nothing, but enjoy you guys entertaining us for a change. All we're going to do so. is sit here, listen to you, and I'm going to sneeze and blow my nose. That's it. That's, That's it. what's going to happen today. In the meantime, let's do some Daily Witties. <laughs> well, my Daily Winnie is just one of these. Happy birthday to Auditor Charity Dorn. Now, I got a question for you. With the name of Charity, are there expectations? Are you required to be nice and friendly and charitable? Are you like a charitable? Grinch or are yes. you super generous? <laughs> yeah, right. I think that name goes one of two ways and there's no in between with Charity. I love the name, though. It's pretty. So, happy birthday to you, Charity. We hope you're the nice, friendly kind. And I'm sure you are. And now my Daily Winnie won't play. Oh, daily Winnie goes out too. So I was trying to breathe. Um, to you know, I had that clinic a while ago where I I did a, the Monty Roberts introductory course, and I had a couple of our auditors actually participated in the clinic, and one was Monica Raymond, and uh, I think she saw a need. So I have told you guys that I love the weather beta blankets with the high neck, and I bought anytime they're on sale, I buy them. Well, for some unknown reason every time they go on sale it's the same dang color it's all blue it's all the (laughs) navy blue blankets and they're all in different sizes and so anytime i put one on i've had to like write a name in the front you know and like and i think she recognized need and she sent me for christmas some blanket tags just like little zip tie things with names on them so you can actually uh well, that would be I, handy, I actually. I live the brand, yeah. okay? <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty handy. So I just want to say thank you for sending me that and then the lovely letter you wrote me. Well, very good. We appreciate all of our listeners. And I have to say that I think... Now, this this is mostly for the auditors, but I have to bring it up in the main show. So the other day, we, we do a post-show every day for our auditors. Those are the people that help support us and donate like uh, uh, as little as $3 a month to be part of the auditor group. And Jamie's convinced, or was convinced, I think she, her mind has changed now. We're going to find out, uh, that nobody listens to the end of our auditor show, because pretty much after the regular show is over, it's fair game on any topic, and most of the time it's not horses. So the auditor and show it's is stupid. Just, it's, like, we talk about nothing. It's just, yeah, nonsense. Well, apparently... At the end of the show Wednesday, Jamie, very end. I mean, we had talked for like 20 minutes in the post show about TV and movies. And at the very end, Jamie said, if anybody's listening to this, please post the word Wednesday on the audio. Because we page. talked about the new show Wednesday. Yes. Huh? Are you convinced now by the number of Wednesdays that we're posting? I just want to know how many times I've embarrassed myself thinking nobody's listening <laughs> because I was telling Chad that what well, we did and I was like, there's another Wednesday post. <laughs> like all these people kept posting Wednesday. Like I was like, that's frightening. People listen to that nonsense. Uh, so yes, I am. I am convinced that 
there is a very dedicated hardcore group of people like the podcast I listen to. I don't listen to the end because it's too long and I kind of run out of time or I get my stalls done, you know, and like I just go to the next day next time. So but like y'all are for real like this. Y'all are legit. (laughs) And apparently they don't care what we talk about. That's the other thing. So, uh, yeah, they they listened and there's still posts going up this morning that say Wednesday on them. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. That's too funny. Y'all are awesome. We, we, You know what? We appreciate it. We should get the post show sponsored. <laughs> yeah, we should. Cause, well, actually, they sponsor it. So that's, 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 true. that's, that's part true. of the deal. I also wanted to mention for the auditors that we are having Monday night, we're having a WTF episode. Uh, that's an episode where we get together with one of our listeners who actually is a therapist. And Helena and Nikki and I get together and we answer your non-horsey serious life questions. And for some reason this time of year, there is a few. So we're going, I did a post in the auditor room. If you have a non-serious or a non-horsey serious life type question, you know, marriages, work, uh, barn drama, you can put those in that post and we will cover, cover them on Monday night. Everybody was asking for a WTF before the holidays. So you're going to get one. So that's uh, for the auditors. If you want to become an auditor, just go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the auditor banner at the top of the page. And you I mean, you get extra content, you get extra prizes, and the people that do it are pretty cool. So He was her first love, the one that started it all. He taught her how to master the posting trot and navigate her first hunter course. They spent hours together exploring the trails and hanging out in the barn. His name was doodled on every page in her school notebook. His coat gleamed in the sun as he met her at the gate each day, snuffling for a treat. From the first time she saw him poking his head out of the stall to the last time she patted him goodbye, he was, and always will be, her everything. This love story is brought to you by Nalox Advanced, providing complete support for a healthy digestive tract which reduces the risk of colic and digestive upset. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Well, coming up next on the show, we have Michael O'Reardon, and he's a farrier out of the UK, and he wrote a book. And I don't know why more farriers haven't written books, because I feel like they all have stories. But he's been doing this for 50-plus years, and we want to talk to him about uh, what he's encountered along the way. Hi, Michael. Hi. Hi. So. Yes. 52 years yeah. as a farrier, usually farriers are done in 20 because their backs give out. Yeah, well, I've been quite lucky. My back hasn't bothered me too much, um, <laughs> apart from the odd backache now and then. But other than that, I'm, my back's okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I bet you you have stories to tell, and that's what the book is about, right? That is, yeah. All the stories, what have come out of the stables, um, the stories what are hard to believe, but they happen. And I've talked to other farriers, and they can relate to a lot of the stories as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so give yeah. us some examples yeah. of some of the really weird, crazy ones. Uh, a really re- weird one. Uh, right. Uh, let me see. Um, well, I had a lady. She was... Um, only in her late 20s and 
she would be mucking out her horses, you know, at the stables and that. And she looked as if she was ready to go out for a night out every time I went. And I thought, well, it's not up to me to say how she dressed, but not many people dress in 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 the best attire to go out. Anyway, uh, she paid me well. She had um, uh, about 10 stables. She had five horses of her own, and she had five uh, other people's horses. One day, I went when her part-time labor, a uh, part-time girl, couldn't be there, and she said to me she had to leave for an hour or so. Would I be okay shooting on my own? All these horses were fine to shoot. They were... They were the, the setup was absolutely brilliant. Anyway, the phone kept ringing in the tack room, and I kept answering uh, for her. And one of the messages was, um, oh, could I speak to the lady in question? And I said, I'm sorry, she's gone out on business. She's on business. And the man says, are you there on business? And I said, oh, yes, I am. And he said, oh, I'm sorry to have disturbed you. And ran off. Well, by the time she came back, I'd got a, a load of phone calls and I realised what a profession was. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and all I can say is, I suppose I got paid in immoral earnings, but it paid me well. <laughs> immoral earnings. <laughs> so, yeah. so she's ready to go at the drop of a hat, yet she probably shows up places smelling like the stable, like mo- like horse poo. Well, there's all kinds of fantasies, yeah. Jamie. All kinds of fantasies. <laughs> yeah. People in UK yeah. are pretty kinky like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, you know that that is one of the many stories. What I had, and also I had, um, I, I see now, um, like with the Facebook and the other farriers, they have problem with payment. And um, I used to put in my van, uh, use my Easy Credit plan, hundred percent down, and nothing to pay each month. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, the other one was uh, the bank manager doesn't shoe horses and I don't give loans. <laughs> uh, and and uh, I think we've all heard the excuses why uh, we, we can't be paid at the end of the job. Um, and this goes into another story where one man told me that I had to invoice him every three months and that's when he paid. That's his terms of business. And I thought, well, I'll tell you my terms of business. My terms of business is when I shot the horses, you pay me there and then. And he said, well, what happens if I don't? And I said, well, if you said it like that, you better pay me before the start then in cash. <laughs> and I made him pay me before in cash before I started to show his horses. And that was the best thing I could do. He went bankrupt a few months later. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so Michael, I got a question for you. This is something that's come up, and we've been doing this show for 12, 13 years. And something that's come yes. up is is our <clears throat> some of our listeners, which are mostly female, yeah. really think farriers are hot. And so the, I want the real truth. Do farriers get hit on a lot? Do you get hit on a lot? Oh, Christ, we've, we've um, had all sorts of things come at us, yes, like that. Um <laughs> Um, when I was a teenager, 
before I got married, uh, I went to a yard, and uh, it, the girl, the girl grooms, had got a little cottage to live in, and there was three, and they said um, we're having a party Saturday night, and I was with another farrier, and we thought it was just us and these girls, so we turned up. And all these girls have got boyfriends <laughs> and nothing was said about boyfriends. <laughs> and, and, and um, yeah, uh, but there was, uh, uh, you know, uh, a lot, a lot of um, things happened in stable yards. <laughs> you know, not, not so much with me, but with other farriers I could, <laughs> I, I, I know these things happen sort of thing. The only way I would say I got hot was when I was taking making the horseshoes in the in the forge. <laughs> 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 yeah. So but did yeah. you said you're married, right? So how did you meet your yeah. wife? Did you meet her because you were shoeing her horses? No, no, my wife's accountant. <laughs> was accountant. <laughs> She's smart. Yeah. Yeah. You're so, a smart man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, um, uh, uh, yeah, there is. Um, there's my, uh, in in my book. There was um, a farrier, Andy Speck, who, well, he was a little bit younger. We we started business together, um, and we we were in business for two years or so. And he's he's well, he got married. And again, Jackie wasn't really horsey, his wife. And he he wanted to move further away, so we split the partnership up. He went his way and I went mine. And we're, we're still friends to this day. And he he's still working a little bit. He's nearly 70, but he's still working. Not a lot. And his two sons are farriers now. I have one more question for you. Uh, the book is called All Clenched Up and Nearly Finished. So tell us about the yes. title. Well, the last part about shoeing horse is you knock the clinches over. But I think in, in the U, in the USA, you say clinches. Right. And in the, yeah. in the UK, we say clinches. And, and, and that's the last part of shoeing horse. You clench it up. And the nearly finished is... When you read the end of the book, I went to live in Cyprus for 11 years in 2004. And then you'll find out why it it was nearly finished because I thought I'd finished shoeing horses in 2004. And then I went to Cyprus for 11 years. And over in Cyprus, um, when in, um, they, they found out I was an English farrier with qualifications, um, my name went all around Cyprus and even into northern Cyprus and I started work again, <laughs> showing horses in Cyprus. Um, the farrier situation there was if somebody's uncle had shown at somebody to shoe horse the night before, they started business next day as a farrier. <laughs> and, and, and by the work, we look at the work, you didn't really have to be horsey to realise that they weren't very good, <laughs> and um, and uh, that's that's why my name went all around Cyprus. 
I was an English guy with qualifications and yeah, I started work again for 11 years. <laughs> Nearly, <laughs> so I, finished. I have, Nearly finished. I'm, I'm going to be done soon. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. I'm finished now. <laughs> Well, we're gonna we're gonna sell yeah. you a few new books now. Uh, hopefully, before the holidays, oh. is a great Christmas gift. The name yeah, of the book, you. the name of the book, is all yeah. clenched up and nearly finished, and it's Michael O'Reardon. We'll put a link in our show notes. Thank you, Michael, for joining us. We appreciate it. Yes, it's it, the book has got Mick O'Reardon on the front. And, I, and I'll put a uh, picture of the cover in our show yeah. notes too, so everybody can see it. But you have a good holiday, yes. okay, Michael? Yep. Yeah, same to you, and I'm pleased. Thank you for talking to me. All right, uh, take I really care. Enjoyed it. Yes, Thanks, Michael. Right, Happy you. Christmas. Right, same to you. Same to you. Thank you. Right. Well, there you go. He, I bet you there's some stories he didn't put in the book. That was a pretty spicy one he told us about <laughs> the lady in the. <laughs> the I didn't thing. see that coming either. I didn't see no. that one coming. <laughs> I really didn't. Well, WinTech, you know, are you generous and always thinking about others during the holidays? Well, maybe if all your holiday shopping is done, you've got everybody else their gifts, it's time to think about you. And the way you can think about you is getting yourself a new WinTech saddle. Whether you've never owned one or like Jamie and Jennifer who've had them for over 20 years, this is your year to get one under the tree. From dressage to jumping to riding trails... That there's a durable, easy care Wintech saddle to suit your horse. Wide, narrow, doesn't matter. That's the nice part about Wintech saddles is you can adjust them to fit. Uh, so the Wintech saddles easy change. Fit solution means you can simply change the gullet to suit your horse's unique shape. Go ahead and give that special person in your life a hint with a link to your favorite saddle at wintech-saddles.com or head to your nearest retailer and spoil yourself. You know, who doesn't want a saddle under the tree at the holidays? And especially one that's easy to take care of and you don't have to immediately apply leather group to it. So that's perfect. Easy care, easily done. Go to wintech-saddles.com. Dot com. And we're going to be giving away our saddle, the, fr- the free saddle giveaway. It's going to happen on Wednesday show for everybody that entered. And the entries are now closed. So thank you to the hundreds of you that did enter. We appreciate it. So I saw a picture last night before we get to our entries. You were out and about yesterday. I was out. I've been out and about the last two nights. I complained to my husband that I never leave the house. And then he was like, well, I have a surprise for you. Let's go somewhere. And he didn't tell me where we're going to go. And we went to a place called Chickasha, a little town called Chickasha, Oklahoma. And uh, that's the town that wants to be known as the Christmas capital of Oklahoma. They have this huge light display um, that you drive through or do what I did, which is make my husband pay for a carriage ride. And so Lucas, uh, Chad and I all got on a carriage ride and went through the Christmas light display. It was so cute. They had like a little Ferris wheel that Lucas rode and they did. It was really neat. And then I was like, you know what? (sighs) Something about this place seems familiar. I don't know why. There's something here in Chickasha that I've talked about on Weird News recently. So I Google Chickasha Christmas and up pops the leg lamp. Do you remember about a month ago I did a story about a guy who 
had built he was like the original leg lamp guy and the movie kind of stole it from him so he built this huge leg lamp and they installed it in Chickasha, Oklahoma and you can see it from the freeway apparently I noticed um but it is a so I was like we have to go it's five minutes from here we have to go Chad's like are you you want to go see a giant lamp leg yes i have to i have to live my truth okay i've got to make sure i'm doing these stories let's see if they're real we drove over and by god it is bigger than i thought it is a huge leg lamp from the christmas story it's a lit up leg lamp too it it has multicolors and it changes it's got like led lights and it's sitting on a giant box that says fragile you know that like the movie and i thought this is like lucas do you remember this in the movie and he's like what movie oh oh my god i've never, never showed my Christmas kid story. he probably has when he was really little because i watched it but no we haven't watched that movie at all so that's what we're gonna do this weekend i wonder watch- if that holds up for kids today I didn't like it when I was a kid. I thought it was pretty creepy. Yeah, and mean. I always thought it was mean. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know if it'll hold up or not for a a youth, but uh, for a youth, but I I, I don't know. I never liked it myself, but now as I'm older, I appreciate it because of the nostalgia of it, which is nostalgic of like I watched it when I was a kid and didn't like it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, but they have a giant leg lamp and it's huge. It's like, I mean, it's like 200 feet tall. I mean, it's ginormous, ginormous. So that was fun. And then last night, I went to the, an art exhibit. Okay. I'm gonna, let me Google it so I can give you the name. Okay. It was a Van Gogh, Van Gogh interactive thing. Okay. I'm go Van Gogh exhibit. It's called the Van Gogh exhibit, Oklahoma city, the immersive experience. Okay. And the tickets are expensive. And so it, it, it talks about, there's like gift shop and there's a venue and it's immersive Van Gogh experience. And, and it looked like online, there was all these rooms. You kind of walk in, there's like the paintings are kind of uh, brought to life. And so you you walk in, everything looks so like interesting and unique. And so I the, the tickets were fifty dollars a piece, Whoa. and that was for the four o'clock showing. I was forty with like ten dollars in fees. So um, I asked Chad to go, and he was like, "That sounds like a Larissa and you thing." <laughs> So I call Larissa. She's like, oh, my God, I saw it on Facebook. I really want to go. So we go. And so you walk, you, you get there and you have to show your tickets. It's all hush hush, you know. And you walk into this one room with no chairs and just a floor. Oh, if you're a VIP and you paid $100, you got a seat cushion. That should have been a clue. So you walk in. They're like, it, it starts over every 30 minutes. I was like, what? So we walk in the room and it's just a giant room in a convention center where they project moving Van Gogh art to, and there's really loud music and the paintings are all over like all four walls. And they, they show the same thing on each wall. So it doesn't matter which way you sit and it like changes and moves around and the music's really loud. And you're sitting on either standing or sitting on a floor. Was it a a film or were there actual paintings? It was a film. You paid fifty dollars to go see a film you could have watched at home on your TV. And there's no, there's no like 
story. You know when you go see Cirque du Soleil yeah. and you're like, there's a story in here somewhere, but I really wish they would have told me what the story was before yeah. I came in. Yeah. It's kind of like, I was like, I'm sure there's a story here, but I don't know <laughs> what that story is. We walked out and Larissa looked at me. She's like, are we in agreement that that was a complete waste of time and money? And I was like, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> they have like a dick going coming. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to like go to all these art exhibits and like call, get some culture. I was like, this is it. We're just sitting on a floor. So what was interactive walls. about it? Not like nothing. It was projections <laughs> and music. I, I thought maybe you'd have paintbrushes and paints and, you know, you'd, that was what made it interactive. You were going to paint along. Uh, immersive they call it immersive. you oh, immerse okay. yourself into the art and i thought well it'd be like you walk into like a starry night room and you walk yeah. into this portrait where you go into all these no it was one room and it was like a 30 minute movie on all four walls okay it was the dumbest thing i've ever spent money on in my entire <laughs> life and, and 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 the thing is it was packed it was packed yeah because so of the way I they sold the, it <laughs> I am not the only sucker. And I was like, thank God you wanted to see it. And not big. Thank God I didn't bring Chad. Oh yeah. You'd he have never heard the end of it. <laughs> done anything with me ever again. I mean, I just effectively I was just like, we're in agreement that that was like a ginormous waste of money. Right. I'm like, yes, that was terrible. I, I like even the, the big painting story started. I'm like at the end, they're going to have to like make the whole room that nope. They had like a couple swirls of the painting. That's it. Well, I have something that is more entertaining than that. And nothing stood so kept moving. It was just awful. Yeah, entertain me. I am just, I am, uh, you know what? We went and had a nice dinner and that was money much better spent. Well, how about we have our listeners entertain you? Because I think some of these are pretty entertaining. Uh, okay. So we have a bunch of entries we have to get through because we're running out of time this year and all the entries came in this week. So um, Carol Carter sent this one in. She's one of our terrific auditors. And let's see what she had to say. Merry Christmas, everyone. This is Carol Carter from North Carolina, and this is an adapted poem that I found from Net Posse. It's the night before Christmas, and Jamie's out in the barn, blanking in her horses to keep them all warm. They're eating their dinners, tucked cozy in stalls, not aware that it's Christmas or any day special at all. They dream of spring pastures from their pine-scented beds. No visions of sugar plums dance in their heads. But people are thinking of merry parties and such, quickly doing tasks so we don't miss too much. The season is special, but the horses don't know. They munch on their hay, safe out of the snow. Jamie finishes her chores and heads on inside to get ready for dinner and her family's yuletide. It's nearly midnight, the carols are sun. She remembers a story told when she was young. How at midnight on each Christmas Eve, the barnyard creatures can speak to us with ease. She's called to the barn. She sauces through the snow. She can't really explain. She knows she must go. She slides open the door and stands there and smiles, then slowly walks down the dimly lit aisle. A nicker from Zeus, a soft snort from Red, sweet gentle Duke gives her a wink. Miles wrestles his bedding. Donnelly's comes into sight. Even Ace gives a greeting as she walks through the night. She thought about parties, bright, lit, and warm, the ones that we don't go to because we have the barn, vacations and holidays that we usually don't get because we have animals and chores to be met. 
Walking all the way to the end, she stops to stroke Effie and lingers a while. Effie snuffles her face, hot breath on her skin, and she looks around at the others, her horses, her friends. She could be at parties with laughter and mirth, but where she is right now is the best place on earth. Oh, <laughs> well, keep the tissues handy. And <sighs> uh, I'm going to give everybody five seconds to find tissues. That was so good. Thank you, Carol, for that. And Carol's such a sweetheart. She's been on many cruises with Carol. Oh, my gosh. That okay. was so good. Like, I kept waiting for the punchline. I'm like, that's just beautiful. Well, the next one is from our friend Allie, who we've heard a couple from this year. But this one, I'm going to give everybody five seconds to get tissues. There is nobody in the audience that will not need tissues for this, and especially Jamie. <laughs> so we're going to follow it up with some fun ones. But, uh, Allie, this, I have to say, I sent this to my bosses at Equine Network to kind of explain to them why podcasts are so special and why Hit them is so special. This is what I sent them. Hey guys, this is Allie from Utah. Uh, This one's a little serious, but I just wanted to say thank you for giving us something that can help us through the hard days. The horses have traded their coats for warm rugs. Both warm bloods and ponies kick snow as they run. Barn door shut tightly to keep out the storm. With Christmas approaching, it's hard to stay warm. Our horses huddle closely, and though we know they're safe from harm, we can feel we're growing guilty for not trekking to the barn. We curl up and listen to our favorite show And know that our burdens will lift as we go So please don't feel guilty for not braving the snow Cause Jamie and Glenn help us not feel alone Now it's getting dark too early cold to ride by 5 p.m. Of all the things that winter's taking, at least we still have HRN. Through the podcast in our pockets, may we remember who we are. All the listeners united as those with horses in our hearts. Although we are freezing, and warm summer's call. An inventor and driver invite one and all. With accents and stories and prizes and news. To a family of horse friends we won't ever lose. Now it's getting dark too early. Too cold to ride by 5 p.m. Of all the things that winter's taking, at least we still have HRN. Daily horses in the morning can remind us who we are. All the listeners united as those with horses in our hearts. So we listen each day 
with a tireless hope, an auditor family to help us feel whole. Some people don't get it, they don't understand how the hosts of a podcast can be called a friend. Merry Christmas. Aww. <laughs> What a voice, too. I know, but isn't that one special? That was awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you have me teared up on that one, Allie. Every time I hear it. <laughs> it's it's what we say about podcasts. They're different. They're special. You feel close to the people. You feel like you're the you know, host of your friends, and she just said it all with that one. Allie, well done. All of yours were well done this year, Allie. Jenny sent in a poem. Good morning, everyone. This is Jenny from California, wishing all the horses in the morning crew a very Merry Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas when all through Chad and Jamie's house, not a horse or human stirred, not even a mouse. The horses were snoozing bedded down with great care in hopes that come morning a sugar cube would be there. When out in the pasture there arose such a clatter Jamie and Chad sprang out of bed to see what was the matter. And then in a twinkling, they heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of a certain Mustang's hoof. His eyes, how they twinkled, his whinnies so merry. The cold December air made his coat soft and hairy. He looked down with glee at the dumbstruck, shocked faces. Then from Jamie's tired frown, Damn it, Zeus! Get down! <laughs> it's probably the only thing he hasn't done, actually. <laughs> that was Jenny. Thank you, Jenny, for that. Somewhere, Zeus just said, "Challenge accepted." accepted. <laughs> Zeus has been and the what's hit this amazing year. <laughs> is Chad walked up as that was happening, and he heard something about Zeus, and he just rolled that. <laughs> Zeus has been the number one topic for, well, that and Farm Boy for the songs this year. We have two more songs for you. I have a lot more, but we'll play the rest next week. So Lori sent this one in. Hi, Jamie and Glenn. It's Lori here in Michigan. And I have to warn you, my talents do not lie in singing. Like, can you spell flat? But I have to honor my second favorite Mustang after Firefly. So here goes. Zeus the magic Mustang never met any harm, even when his antics nearly destroyed the farm. Jamie's other horses always look on aghast at Zeus beyond the fence, stuffing his face with grass. Then one snowy Christmas day, Chad came out to say, Zeus, get loose, you'll have cooked your goose, you won't get any hay. Zeus then thought it over. He knew it was an idle threat. So he stamped his hoof. He flew to the roof, said, fence me, but I bet you can't. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Scooter's going to be so upset. Other years, it's been all Scooter songs. This year, he's been replaced. Your horse Zeus. is too good. That's the problem. <laughs> you need a little drama. Like, that's what Zeus lives for, is a little flair. <laughs> Just a little flair. Wants some attention. We're well, going to have to play all these songs for him. I think he'll appreciate it. <clears throat> uh, Lisa he'll sent in. his head. <laughs> I don't need to tell him. Lisa sends one in every year, and she did not disappoint. 
Maybe I'll ride my horse. Maybe I'll take a course. Maybe I'll get a dog. Maybe I'll take them both to a school and show. Me, I'll never go pro. Maybe I'll muck the barn. Maybe I'll spin some yarn. Maybe I'll sell my junk. Maybe I'll just get drunk on old wine. Me, I'll be just broke and happy. It's like a HRN Christmas. I'm barely getting through my first world equestrian problems. But still, I won't let it bring me down. I'll be broke and happy. Like a HRN Christmas. I'm barely getting through my first rule equestrian problems. But still, I won't let it bring me down. Maybe I'll learn to drive Maybe I'll borrow scooter Maybe I'll hit daylight tack Maybe I'll go for a quick hack Me, I will go on Maybe I'll become a vet Maybe I'll just go into debt Maybe I'll make some hay Maybe I'll meet a farm boy and make him mine. <laughs> Me, I'll be broke and happy. It's like a HRN Christmas. I'm barely getting through my first world equestrian problems. But still, I won't let it bring me down. <laughs> I'll be Broken happy, <laughs> barely getting through my first word equestrian problems. <laughs> I love it. Maybe I'll get a farm boy and keep him. <laughs> get my own farm boy. Yeah. That was Lisa. Well, apparently mine quit last night, so <laughs> got one for availability. <laughs> Lisa, that was terrific. And apparently we needed a new tagline. We are called the voice of the horse world. That's the tagline for Horse Radio Network. We just need to change it to broken happy. <laughs> that was a catchy one uh, so thank you all for submitting your entries we have more to play next week if you haven't heard yours yet don't worry we have time we're going to get them in uh, but uh, the last minute <laughs> entries were really good so uh, what do you say we do some really bad ads and we're going to hear more entries because all of these ads are going to be read by our listeners if you ain't met one by now you're bound to sooner or later he says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. 
That's right. It is time for Really Bad Ads. That time of the week when we take ads that are submitted by our listeners. We usually read them and have a good time, but there were so many submitted by listeners. And all of those people get double the entries into the Wintech Saddle Drawing next Wednesday. So you all have double the entries. And whether you send in an ad or not, or we didn't get to your ad, you're all entered. Okay? So, you know, if we didn't get to reading your ad, then you're entered anyway. So don't worry about that. Uh, but we have a lot of them. You want to hear some of them? Yes, I'm dying. To, this is like the most entertaining for me show ever. I <laughs> know. They're finally entertaining us. Uh, Brooklyn sent this one in. found this ad on North Alabama horses, and it reads, Nice gorilla, space, comma, space, registered trail safe with lots of miles, comma. And the picture is of a horse standing near a tree line tacked up. But it's also very blurry. Thanks. Y'all have a good day. <laughs> is, is that an accent she put on, or is that really her? No, that's really that her. She's like from Alabama. So. <laughs> oh, God love her. Give her two for that one, because that was fantastic. I want to hear more from her. Who was that? That was Brooklyn. Oh, uh, Brooklyn. Love you. Alicia is a regular contributor. This is Alicia Kay, and I have another really bad ad coming to you from Facebook, Horses in Central Texas area, and I'll try to do a southern accent. Yeah. This is Rex. He's a 13-3 <laughs> hand gildan, four-year-old, no spook, stands great when tight, and for farrier, very in-your-pocket type. Easiest horse I've ever owned to catch comes right up to you. Would make a great horse for any intermediate kids needing a faster horse for speed events or just a chill trail pony. He's not for beginning because sometimes when feeling his oats, he'll give a crow hop. But honestly, that may go away with someone riding him more located in Athens, Texas. So he's actually pretty cute. He's chestnut with a blaze. I just thought it was funny that, you know, speed events or chill trail crow hopping um someone kind of needs him though i can send him the pictures he's pretty darn cute <laughs> no soul <laughs> listen my i'll tell you my favorite part of that whole thing this is rex <laughs> i don't know why that tickled me this is rex <laughs> by the way alicia you definitely get triple the entries for that uh, accent well done this is rex <laughs> <laughs> now michelle sent in a couple i had to pick one so this is the one i picked Hi, this is Michelle Fuentes, and I'm here with a really bad ad. This is from the Michigan Horses Facebook group. This is evil. I have to sell him due to no fault of his own. He is at the top of the pecking order right now. Evil is a thoroughbred, and he is not easily scared, as he is used to being on the track with loud noises. It does take him a minute to warm up to everything, but once he does, he's a great horse. $1,000 or best offer. I know that Glenn loves a good horse name that is a bad horse name, and I thought this guy named Evil fit the bill. <laughs> Hope you guys their, have a great day. Who names their horse Evil? I mean, is it supposed to be ironic? Said they were like, he's not afraid of anything. Yeah. yeah. Or he's just really evil. <laughs> Our theory's always been they live up to their name. So maybe $1,000 is too much for that one. You might have to give that one away. Chantel sent this one in. I think she takes a minute to get started here. Chantel's a slow starter. I can say that because I worked with her for a lot of years. <laughs> Hi, Jamie and Glenn. This is Chantel in Pennsylvania, and I have a really bad ad for you. It's actually more funny than bad, but here you go. ISO, 
I need a small horse for a small adult amateur, dot, dot. Nothing solid that takes up your leg. She has no leg. Nothing sensitive and forward, as she is both. Looking for an all-around type. Lower-level dressage trail small local hunter shows. Should be quite off-property, preferably without drugs. Amy will be doing enough herself. Prefer gelding? Amy is not. Must have both leads readily and an easy canter. Nothing older than 12. Amy is 46. Budget to suit. Thanks. What does budget to suit mean? I haven't. I, it, it's like the first half of a sentence that they didn't finish. Yeah, exactly. Budget to suit what his training, your right. budget, right. what you have in your account. I don't know. But I kind of figure feel that everybody's budget's a little different. So it uh, doesn't make a lot of sense. But uh, thank you, Chantel, for sending that in. Merry Christmas, my friend. Uh, Carrie sent this one in. Hi, everybody. This is Carrie in Vermont with a really bad and also really Now, this one's really long, but you have to stay to the end because there there is a punchline. (laughs) Long ad. This is from a Facebook group, Everything Horse in Vermont, New Hampshire. I do apologize. It's really long, but uh, you'll see why I felt the need to read it as we're going through. Here goes. This is a tough decision, but I was given advice to do what's best for my boy, dot, 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 dot. Please read fully. Pictures will be attached. No videos available of him. Rock. Gelding. 11 years old. May 4th, 2011. Don't know real birth date, but dentist said he had aged up around May by the looks of his teeth. Stands approximately 15.2 to 15.3H. Never measured, but my mare is 14.2, and he looks to be about 1.0H taller. No papers, but is a mix of American, German, and French from what I I know of. I'm going to tell the truth about this boy 100%. I've ridden him Western, but not English, as I don't like it. He is a smarty pants, and he, all caps, likes to have a scheduled time be put inside and let out of his stall. He also has an attitude like German, English, and French people. If you give him attitude, he will give it back, and if you ask nice, he might do be in the mood to do something he is asked to do. In your pocket, dog-like horse will follow if asked no lead in a fenced-in area, one blue eye needs front shoes no matter what when ridden, he is short in front. He has been ridden three times, not fully trained by any means. Rider Ridden by a trainer for assessment by me twice on the road. No spook when cars went by, but a bunch of... But when a branch hit my helmet unexpectedly, he jumped a little and I was not prepared. Very bad. Buddy sour, all caps. Can't be with another horse as he gets attached and will go through any fence no matter what and get injured without care. Not a joke. I have seen it. Needs a trainer or someone with time for him. Has no manners for boundaries, but have been working on patience and he is getting there today. He waiting till I tied up his food for once. Then when I said okay, he started to eat. Has a cough from time to time, but has been checked by a vet and was given the all clear, no health problems. No buck, no bite. Has not been put around kids, but has been around dogs most of his life and isn't scared or mean to them as he thinks he is a dog. I have fired off a gun once before to scare off a bear nearby, and he didn't seem too worried about the sound (laughs) of the gun, MP38. Doesn't know much of anything when saddled up. He just sits and doesn't know what is being asked of him, which is why he needs a home with time or a trainer. We'll do anything for food, especially go somewhere. Carrots and apples are his favorite. Then goes on to list his farrier, trainer, dentist, and vet. 
can bring him to a new home depending on distance, but if too far, he will have to be picked up. Anyone interested, I will need to meet and see where he will be going as I'm picky and scared about him going to a new home. Also, the horse is going to be picky. Also, we'll allow people to come and take a look at him and see him work in the round pen in person before buying if he will cooperate and work with me about it depending on weather and what day. Asking, open hand, emoji, zero emoji, zero emoji, zero emoji. Yes, that's right. $5,000 is what they're asking for this um, wonderful horse. Uh, Prefer him to go to a forever home with no intention of rehoming afterwards. Can also have vet records if interested. Okay, so uh, anyone wants to go pick him up for $5,000, I can tell you where he is. There's a lot going on there. And and also, like, I will work the horse, you know, if he wants to. If he wants to. If he doesn't want to that day, you're not going to get to see him. And you might not be good <laughs> enough because he might not like you. <laughs> we'll find out. Stand by. Kyra, this is a person who, was that a male or female wrote that, you think? Oh, that was a chick. Yeah, and she does not stop talking. Any guy that's dated any amount of time has dated that girl. And she does not stop the entire night. Yeah. I'm nervous talk, so I get it. (laughs) From Arizona Horses and Everything Equine. Howdy, guys and gals. This is my first time posting in this group, but enjoy all the content that is poster every day. I've most definitely learned so much. Looking at purchasing my first horse and getting ready to try and start practicing roping below is a horse that i'm looking at currently the owner told me that he purchased him from someone at the res and he's a quarter cross just wanted to post to see what maybe you guys thought he might be crossed with he is said to be three years old and been ranched on the past year thanks in advance for any help you may can provide this is only a informational post thanks what? And then some of the comments are, this is not a horse I would buy. I'd run. And then somebody said, I was thinking the same. Then we have, this is a gelding. Looks like just like a Mustang I had. He looks like every other horse I've been going across the four corners. Save money for a good, healthy horse. Definitely a no-go. Yeah, that's about it. Well, we have uh, to. This apop- has been Hannah from Arizona. It's fun here. Okay, <laughs> after <laughs> I had. <laughs> Is that how they talk in Arizona? You live there. I don't. I don't know. Uh, she lives there. She put on an accent. <laughs> no, I don't recognize that. I feel like it was a very non-regional diction when I lived in Arizona. <laughs> I'm going to apologize for a couple of things after the last couple of ads. Everybody that's French, German, uh, lives in Arizona. Uh, and anybody from the South, we need to apologize to you all after this. It's one that I had. This is Rex! That's how she hears it in her head. Uh (laughs) Now we have a Katie. Hey, guys. This is Katie from Vermont. I wanted to share an ad I found on Craigslist. It says, small saddle, $50. Perfect. That's in my budget. Needs minor repairs, so please examine the photos carefully, and I will do my best to answer questions as they come in. Would be great to use on a barrel horse. Ah, even better. My daughter's looking for a new barrel saddle. Let's check this thing out. It's a beautiful black saddle with these shiny nail studs all around the outside of it. This saddle has the shiniest, slickest seat I've ever seen, and 
a pretty much non-existent candle. My daughter's gonna love turning and burning around those barrels with this thing. Her butt's gonna be flying faster than the horse. It has no stirrups or stirrup fenders. I'm sure we could figure that out. And this random strap attached to it that has a buckle that probably doesn't belong, but we'll figure it out. Can't wait to share this with my daughter. Thanks. <laughs> Daughter's gonna slide right off at the first barrel. <laughs> I just like her commentary as she's reading. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last one for the year. This is the last really bad ad for 2022. And it was submitted by Kelly. Can't believe I just said that. This year's just flown by. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. This is Kelly in Minnesota. And this is a really bad ad from here. It says package deal horse and trailer $3,500. Here's what it says. I'm selling my sweet 25-year-old mare in excellent condition and a two-horse bumper pull trailer full of tack as a package deal. Everything you would need plus lots of extras. Enough tack for four horses. Good home a must. Now only asking $3,500. Great deal. I started to paint the trailer but not finished. The horse is a registered solid paint, very easy keeper, no health issues, up to date on shots, coggins, teeth are good, farrier was out last week. Feel free to ask any questions. What I love about this so much is that like the blending between the horse and the trailer, it is a half painted trailer and the horse is a paint and the horse is in excellent condition. Like, (laughs) oh, and there's enough tack for four horses, but there's only one horse, but it's a two horse trailer. The whole thing just makes me so happy. And the pictures are horrible. <laughs> it was like the horse's butt, the horse tied to a pole, the back half of the horse, the front half of the horse, the horse far away in a field. And then there is a picture of the trailer that they started painting, which just looks like it's been tagged with some white spray paint. The whole thing is awesome. <laughs> Thanks. That's funny. Well, there I you go. Find, I, I did just look at Craigslist real quick because then I started getting interested in what was going on around here. And I did find a Christmas special. Oh, yeah. What's that? that? Yeah. Well, it's a ranch mare and she's for sale for $3,800. And uh, the title of the article is Christmas Special. And uh, there's a picture of a horse standing in dead grass and he's kind of far away. <laughs> Buttercup. Is a 12-year-old mare, no no punctuation, stands around 14, two hands tall and thick. Buttercup is broke like one should be with a fancy handle. Buttercup has been used to ride around the ranch, knows the barrels and poles, and would make a good starter horse. Ready for it? Mm. Buttercup (laughs) would be suitable for anyone to ride, and she can go in any direction. Don't miss your chance to own a nice little mare, Buttercup. (laughs) What's her name, Glenn? Uh, I think it's Buttercup. I don't know. I can't remember. (laughs) Like lots of Christmas tree emojis all through it. Oh, what a deal. Cool. And by the way, if she's like super good at all the things, maybe post pictures of her doing things. Yeah. Well, that's it for Really Bad Ads for 2022. Thank you all for the thousands of ads you've submitted and probably the thousands of ads we've read. Well, Uh, and thanks to Horse Lovers for giving away thousands of dollars in prizes. prizes, And and, yeah, we, we, I seriously, 
can't do can't do this without the listeners. It just doesn't matter without no, you guys. That's right. So we appreciate you listening. We're going to have an after show for the auditors. We're just going to talk about our must see movies every every Christmas season, and then we will have a full week of shows for you next week, and then we'll be on break uh, until twenty twenty three. And how about a little Templeton Thompson to take us out today? Of course. Have yourself a merry 